1: Hello and welcome to a special episode of Star Wars Action News. My name is Dan. Some of you may know me from Republic Forces Radio Network, a little show we do over there talking about the Clone Wars. And a few of us tonight are going to be discussing what we're looking forward to from Toy Fair. Now that we've seen the pictures and heard the coverage from Arnie and Marjorie, joining me tonight to discuss this will be Steve, the Ginger Prince. Greetings, this is Steve, the Ginger Prince. Justin, Darth Cozy. Hey everybody, Justin from Marvelicious Toys. And Boy Everest, Master All Barrett.
2: Hey Rockstar, it's good to be here.
1: We are going to be discussing everything that we've seen at Toy Fair, from Hasbro to Lego to everything else. A lot of stuff to be excited about and some surprises. But before we get started, we want to let everybody know a couple of special things. First of all, Brian's Toys. Big news over there, new catalog and a new format, which is viewable on nearly all devices. You can view, download, print, or send to a mobile device. So go check out bryanstoys.com, where they have Vintage Wave 4 in stock and Vintage Wave 5 in stock as well. Also, want to direct everybody to take a look over at Backstage Toys, where for a limited time, specifically February 27th, using the coupon code... T-Y-F-A-I-R 1-1. That is T-Y-F-A-I-R 1-1. In honor of Toy Fair, you can get free standard shipping on all U.S. orders. They do have a lot of collecting supplies, including figure stands and star cases, fitting both current and vintage lines. So go and check out both Backstage Toys and Brian Toys, and we want to thank them very much for sponsoring us. All right, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. First up, Hasbro, big, big stuff coming out of them. A lot of Clone Wars toys, first of all. That was the first thing we saw in their presentation, so let's go ahead and talk a little bit about that. First of all, we saw next year's BMF vehicle, the Attack Shuttle, which goes from a large vehicle to a veritable playset with pieces that come apart and turrets and all
3: kinds of fun to be had. Yeah, it looks like it makes a neat little playset and a landing platform and all those Cool action features. Anybody else concerned that with all those pieces it looks like it might not be too sturdy? Like it's just going to fall apart in your hands after a few few rounds of playing?
4: It does look like it opens up somewhat more than the other giant vehicles that we've got. And I know the the Falcon opened up and the giant Atta opens up, but this seems to almost fold right down flat into like you say a playset. So I think there must be a concern with that, Justin. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, I know Arnie and Marjorie had said that they're. They were just looking at a prototype there, but even at that, just the with all the different movements that it makes, it just feels... I mean, I know Hasbro d- puts together good quality toys, but that one just kind of looks like too many little things that could snap off and be lost
4: forever. What troubles me is, is not the fold-down nature of it. It's simply that it's a, a prequel, uh, and I will not buy a giant prequel vehicle. I've not bought the ATTE. I've not bought the Turbo Tank. I will not be buying this. I have bought the BMF, and I have bought the Giant Atta eventually. So I'm up for original trilogy vehicles, but I will not buy a giant prequel vehicle. I just haven't got the space, and I just haven't got the love. I'm afraid.
3: Yeah, I mean, I hate—I hate to say it too. I mean, I—I I never really had a rule myself if I'd get things that are prequel or Clone Wars or not. I mean, I usually just go if I think it's cool, I'm going to get it. But. Any more, it's just space is becoming such an issue, and this thing looks really big. I mean, I already have one shelf devoted to the original Imperial shuttle, so I don't know where where I would even begin to put something like this.
2: Well, you know, the, that's a great point. It's it's space, and I usually keep my collection to the to the action figures, three and three quarter action figures. And if I'm going to buy a vehicle, you know, it's it's going to take up a lot of space, so it has to be a pretty you know a pretty good reason why I'm going to buy it, not because it's just big and it's a new thing. But I bought the AT-AT, and I bought the Snowspeeder, and I bought the TIE Fighter that were at Target. Because, you know, we know, for me, it, it brings up some kind of sentimental value. Like, I know the old school. I know who drives the TIE Fighter. You know, I know who drives the AT-AT. And if I'm going to buy a vehicle like the BMF, you know, because Han Solo drives it, it, it just, like, who drives it? It's a clone. I don't have any connection to this vehicle. You know, you mentioned the, the original Imperial Shuttle. You know, that would be something I would buy, you know, if they came out with that this year because the emperor rides in that. It's kind of hard to explain. I have no connection to this vehicle. And I don't know if it's because if it's a prequel trilogy vehicle or or what it is, but there's never been like a great battle with this vehicle. There's, you know, it's not the Falcon. It's not the sail barge. You know what I'm saying? That's not something that when you see it, a sand crawler, it's going to make you think of, you know, two sons on Tatooine. What does this make you think of? It makes you think of, Hasbro trying to make some money, which is not a problem, but it's going to be a pass for me.
4: I, I totally echo what you're saying there, Baron. in, in terms of it, it just has no uh, f- feeling for me, to be honest. I, imagine a sand crawler that, that came down like that and opened out like a giant playset. And that would be absolutely fantastic. But I think we have to remember we're all, all old men here, fellas. Think of the, the 10 to 15-year-old kids, maybe a little bit older than that, who um, it, it, it were, it were going to lap this up. I don't think this is particularly aimed at us. It's more, more aimed at the, you know, the, the prequel era. Um, it's their big vehicle, if you like.
1: Yeah, that's something that I know my boys are very excited about this vehicle. They like to see it in the Clone Wars, and that's something that they're looking forward to. Now, always in the past couple of years, we've gotten a massive-scale Clone Wars slash prequel vehicle, and we've gotten an original trilogy vehicle. We had the ATTE and the Falcon. We had the Turbo Tank and the ADAT fairly close together i have to wonder if maybe there's something big that they're going to announce around comic-con time that's for us old school guys from original trilogy that's going to make us happy i know there were some rumors circulating around that we were going to see a big sand crawler so you know that could maybe still be coming down the pipe they haven't ruled it out completely but maybe they're just showing us this because clone wars is what's hot right now so
3: Sure. And I mean, yeah, this is going to be the first one out. So it's going to have the most shelf time out there throughout the year. So kids have a chance to get it throughout the year. But I do appreciate that at least it's a vehicle that is in. I know a lot of us are saying it doesn't have the look and feel of our Star Wars from the the original trilogy. But it is it's another one of those precursor vehicles where you can see, you know, where the Imperial shuttle may have evolved from. So I, I do appreciate it from that standpoint.
2: And, you know, don't get me wrong. I can appreciate that also. And it is a nice vehicle. It's got a lot of play features and stuff like that. But uh, you're right, uh, Ginger Prince. Thanks for pointing it out. We are old men. <laughs> we're a little picky of what we're going to buy. And I didn't, take in, I didn't even take into consideration of what my son uh, might think of this because, you know, you're right, Dan. This is his vehicle. But it's not a bad-looking vehicle, you know. But uh, I think there's a lot. It, the breakability
3: um someone brought up breakability it, it looks like a lot of pieces could go missing real quick i'm not against it i'll say that i mean i'm not against it on principle either i'm, I'm with the guy who bought the clone wars y-wing bomber so it's it's not even that you know it's with me it, i think it's strictly a space issue at this point
2: well the y-wing bomber is dri- you know it's driven by anakin and it
3: looks really cool <laughs>
4: <laughs> to refresh my memory does this come with a figure
3: they said just one a pilot a clone it's pilot
4: a clone pilot, right. Okay, thanks. Sir.
1: Okay, so in addition to the attack shuttle, we saw a slew of figures, a lot of clones, a reissue of Cad Bane, which we knew was coming with a Toto, the new character models for Ahsoka and Anakin, and a lot of the characters that we've seen late Season 2, like Barriss Offee and the Noseworms, and early Episode 3, like our ARC Troopers, the clone trainers... The Aqua Battle Droid. Oh yes, the Aqua, the uh, the Aqua Battle Droid. Should be
3: some I'll interesting them, things in the Clone Wars. Yeah, I'll give them props for. I mean, at least you know. Well, maybe it's the source material is out there and it keeps it fresh. Because I mean, looking at looking at the Clone Wars offerings, it looks like there's quite a quite a bit of stuff coming. And some of these waves are already out. I don't know about you guys, but that what they're calling wave 1 with the the new Obi-Wan and the new Cad, those are those are already out. I've seen those at Target and and Walmart's already. So, we're already looking at wave 2 coming soon now. That's
1: true. That's one thing I did notice in uh the presentation, the coming soon, there the first wave that they showed of Clone Wars and of the vintage figures, those are starting to show up in stores now. So, A little bit ahead of their March date, but that's all right.
4: I'm not mad at them for it. (laughs) I don't like the um, Cad Bane uh, figure particularly. I I don't think it's an improvement on previous Cad Bane figures, but I think I'd buy it just for the toe-to-toe 360 um, that it's packed in with. I I really like the look of that that little fella.
3: He's great. I I do already have him. And, I mean, there's no articulation or anything to him, but it's it's dead on, and it's a cute little Seth Green-looking robot, so it's worth having, I think.
1: Now, Justin... Do you
3: have the previous Cad
1: Bane figure as well?
3: I do, and I, I will say that this is an improvement over the last one. He's a little more screen accurate and a little, a little less cartoony. And I don't know if they changed the character model at all, but this one just feels a little, little more substantial. The other one—I don't know if you guys remember—the arms were kind of wiry and thin and felt kind of brittle. This, this figure just feels a little bit more substantial throughout.
1: Cool. That was what I was wondering. I do have the first one. I have not seen the second one yet. I want the second one because it comes with Toto. So. We shall see. Excellent. And this one this one does have knees, unlike the first one. So Nice. Nice to see him be able to bend his knees.
2: <laughs> but this one, I think, is just a repackage of the Cad Bane that came with that speeder. Right? No, this, no. That was this actually is, a different Cad Bane also?
3: Yep. That one was a retool of the original one where they added some extra articulation in his legs. But this one is a completely new sculpt from what I can tell. It's even totally. got soft goods coming off the back.
4: So if you've got this in hand, Justin, is the face as good to, 'cause on on the pictures, the face doesn't look as good as the, the original Cadbane figure to me anyway. I
3: actually I think, think it looks it looks better, I believe. Right. I mean it's it's got a nice is he a Duros, is that what I think alien he's, race he is? He's yeah, he looks closer to, you know, one of the Duros figures that we got back in the, the in the, the original animal. saga days. Mm.
4: Yeah. Yeah, well, that would fit because I think the, the new Ahsoka figure, they've definitely got the face uh, much, much more lifelike, if you can say lifelike with a cartoon. Um, they've definitely got the Ahsoka face a lot better than it was on previous figures.
2: Yes. I wouldn't mind having this uh, heavy and training armor. See, I haven't seen any of these new Clone Wars figures out. The last wave that I, that around my area is the, the Shock T wave. And there's just a lot of that going around, but I I wouldn't mind having this heavy and training armor. Do you do you have that one too, Justin? Yeah, I mean, is that a new gonna... sculpt? It looks like a like a new body. Like they're not yeah. using the same uh, Stormtrooper a,
3: body. No, yeah, it's a completely new sculpt. And you know, out of fear of turning this into a review podcast, we'll just kind of quickly go over these since these are the ones I have in hand. But this one's a completely new sculpt. But um, it a little disappointing in areas because he has just a swivel waist that. You know, the, some of the previous clones, they had that nice, the swivel was around the ball joint in the chest area, but this one's just your basic swivel waist, and it seems a little bit high up. It's above his belt where he swivels, so that's my only gripe there, no ankle articulation, but other than that, he's it's a cool-looking little trainer figure that, you know, obviously we're going to get the other four at some point down the line, so they're just going to reuse this mold and paint it to be the other four guys from that team. But, yeah, I mean, if you see him, grab him because I'm sure people are snatching him up as soon as they see him on this wave.
2: Well, I'm definitely picking up Heavy and Training Armor. I'm also going to pick up the Red Leader Arc Trooper. He looks really cool. And the Clone Trooper with the Riot gear. So I'm, 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 a, I'm an armor guy, so I'm definitely picking those up. And I am not going to pass on that Barris Ophi. I mean, those zombie snakes or whatever they are, I mean, it's just you can't pass those up.
1: All right. Before we turn this into an hour about Clone Wars, let's move on to the realistic style, the vintage collection. Uh, we do know now that it's going to go through at least 2012. We're going to get 35 figures in 2011, but most with some new tooling. So doesn't sound like we're going to get 35 new figures. We're going to get 35 kind of new figures, which makes me worry. Are we going back to the old days where every wave has a new Luke Skywalker and this time his elbow bends or this time his wrist turns? Are we going to see that kind of business going on? Is it 1997 all over again?
3: (laughs) It kind of feels like it. I mean, we're supposed to get excited about the Dagobah landing Luke where it's really just, that's just hot Luke, which we just got. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's some little differences, but... I don't know. It's, it's stuff like that where I'm just kind of like, yeah, am I really buying this just for the card art, or am I buying it because I want the definitive version of that figure?
1: Yeah, now some of these I'm excited about because they're new versions that we haven't seen them do well since the old POTF2 collection, like we're getting a Weequay. We haven't gotten a Weequay in, well, unless you count counting Clone Wars. We haven't gotten a Weequay in forever, so a nice new Weequay, awesome. Han just receiving his medal from A New Hope. We just got that one, didn't we?
4: I know what you're saying, though, Dan. There are some nice updates. I mean, there's um, Cape General Lando, you know, General Lando with a cape. Um, I think that's a a nice update. Um, So I can see what you're saying. Some of them will be a nice update. I think there's a a log ray in there as well, isn't there, that that looks fantastic and a, a real good quality update. Um, but you have got to question things like the the dagger landing Luke. I mean, he he's not even grubby, he's not even dirty, having been in the swamp pit. It really is just a hot Luke uh, with a different card.
3: Yeah, I mean, I you know, looking over these, I'm I'm excited for some figures. That that low grade looks great. The the Lando general outfit, that's a nice throwback to us old school guys. Knowing as he was one of the last seventeen that Kenner ever did, and maybe this Han Solo in his fixing the Falcon gears their way of getting us Bespin Han Solo without actually giving us Bespin Han Solo again. But the one that the one that I shouldn't be excited about, because we should have gotten this a long time ago, is the Rebel Blockade Trooper. That one is in serious need of an update and has been for years and years. So we're finally, finally getting a good, fully articulated Rebel.
1: Yeah, it's funny. We've gotten—they've been working so hard to improve the Troopers over the past few years that the Rebels took a backseat last—or last year, even— Uh, A couple waves ago, we got the Endor Commando. Now we're getting the Rebel Trooper. And if I'm remembering correctly, we did have the Hoth Trooper, too, even though he was more limited in release.
3: Am I right on that? No, there was the Hoth Trooper, and then there was supposed to be the variant with the different head that never quite made it out until that battle pack came out at Christmas this last year. Yeah, so slowly but surely, it really shouldn't be that difficult, since there's only three different style Rebel Troopers.
1: But apparently we'd rather go over and over stormtroopers to make sure they're perfect <laughs>
3: <laughs> i think we are getting another version of a hot trooper the one that looks more like what luke's wearing that it, outfit it, the echo base trooper
4: and, and i think yes. it, it looks really good that figure i've got to be honest that'll be one that i'll pick up it, there are some really nice figures out there, and i'm i'm sure once we see them on the card as well we're going to feel just that little bit more excited about them i mean the, the upgrade of dr evazan uh, looks fantastic, and that's much needed. Um, there's a, a brand new Bomb Vim Din, which will be a, a definite purchase for me. Um, I, I think the Ponda Baba with the new stretchy face, you know, his, his face looks way too long, but it, it's still a, a nice figure. I think Arnie said that it had a changeable hands feature, you know, to fit in with the uh, the, the mix-up on the, the uh, original New Hope.
3: Yeah, we have yet to see those in, in any pictures yet, but that's cool. That's um, those, are, those are nice little details that, that say they really are paying attention to us older collectors you
4: know it's nice that they are you know putting little details into to to give a, a nod to the collectors and i think that's what the vintage line should be about really
1: so right along that line we see they're going to put the expanded universe in the vintage card line how do you guys feel about that i know some people are you has no place among my movie figures some people welcome it how do you guys feel about that
2: I was just thinking, how do I feel about that? You know, I'm looking at the card, and the the vintage card really makes it look cool. And if we're going to get figures like, you know, a Grand Admiral Thrawn figure, you know, something, a super articulated figure like that, or, you know, even uh, any, any of those figures, it's pretty exciting, you know? But the only thing I cannot get past is the Star Wars Expanded Universe logo. <laughs> I mean, they might as well just put, like, generic name you know <laughs> could they could they have done something different with it like maybe put the comic book or the book that the actual character was in in the actual title except instead instead of expanded universe you know it's the, it's the only thing that i just hope that they find a way to fix that in the future
3: i agree that's the first thing my eye goes to on these cards it's just the big expanded universe it, it looks like a custom job you know and I, yes I, and not even a good custom job. Right.
2: Like, I could have done it. I could have done it. You know, it's cut and paste.
1: Justin, you need to send them a couple of those Force Unleashed cards that you did and uh, show them how it's
3: done. <laughs> well, I mean, having said that, I'm not sure how to fix it. Like, you know, like Barrett said, maybe try to pull the source material from where it came, if it's a comic book or a novel or whatever. But but still, I don't, this one's where it's kind of drawn the line for me. I'm, I'm slowly losing the luster on the prequel figures on the vintage cards. Is it just, there's something just not right about it to my eye. But now this expanded universe really, really sticks out. And it's just like, what am I looking at here? First of all, I'm not too familiar with Nominor as a character. First time I saw it, I thought it was the uh, the bad guy from that Ewoks movie.
4: (laughs) (laughs) The the first time I heard of Nominor was in a Star Wars action news song that someone put back together on the podcast back in the day, must have been in the um, the, the double-figure episodes. Uh, somebody cut together a, a podcast and, and Marjorie was sort of uh, repeating nominal in the sample. But I, I don't know what book he's from. Um, I've got to be honest, that I, I, you know, I was somebody who, who wasn't looking forward to the EU on cards at all, but I don't think it's the heresy that some people are making it out to be. Um, and I think I disagree I, with the expanded universe, the, the name on the card. I can't see what else they can go with. Um, some of the comic book titles and some of the book titles are just going to be too long to fit in there, and they need um, a, a one-size-fits-all name that covers these and I, I actually think it's quite nice They're throwing the eu EU folks a bone with, with these figures giving him something to collect it's they've stopped the co- comic pack so to speak so they're now bringing these figures in for the eu collectors and e- even though i probably won't touch any of them i, I think it's nice i think they're bringing in some people who perhaps don't necessarily collect figures all the time um but will definitely relish having these in the collection
1: Yeah, Steve, i, I see am that guy i only for the last couple of years, I primarily, I don't want to say only, I primarily got the comic packs because right now I, with the exception of the occasional ultimate version of a figure, I really like adding things to my collection that are from the books because... The last couple of years, I've been working on filling out my the book and comic collection. So having characters from the EU, it appeals to me. These cards aren't going to make me keep them on card. Uh, I was converted Celebration 5 to a pseudo box nerd. I have more things on card and in package now. But these probably won't be ones that stay in their card just because, while I agree putting the book title or the comic title would be confusing and not fit a lot of the times, still this expanded universe it doesn't really pop at me so these aren't going to stay carded most likely
4: well i'm still to hear a better suggestion than expanded universe we've talked about this for five minutes now and no one's come up with one so um i had one go on with the comic book the
2: source material but the only thing about these 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 uh cards i mean these cards if you buy these these vintage cards no matter where you go you never get one in mint condition i mean so as far as I'm concerned, if I'm buying these vintage cards out in the wild, I'm opening them because they're all they're all trashed <laughs> every time I see them, and they're beautiful cards. You know, if you get them from Brian's Toys, one of every figure club, like you know, Arnie is part of it. I'm really thinking about doing that because um, I can't I can't find a, a vintage card to keep. Not since the first wave, that very first wave, and I think I found uh, the Return of the Jedi wave because they had just opened it and I got some unpunched. But um, normally, I, I can't I can't save a card.
1: Okay, let's move right along. The other big announcement about something surprising coming card-wise was the Revenge of the Jedi cards. We're going to see 12 figures carded on Revenge of the Jedi, and those will be available with two exclusive Salacious Crumb and Mouse Droid in a 2011 Comic-Con exclusive pack. The other 12 will be available in the wild if you find them. I like this. I'm excited about it. It's cool, but I don't understand why it's now. With the Return of the Jedi's 30th anniversary being two years away, why are we putting out the Revenge of the Jedi stuff now, unless we're afraid it's going to get buried in the 3D release of Attack of the Clones? And is that really that much of a danger?
4: I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Dan. I think that's exactly why it's coming out now because there's going to be such an avalanche of stuff for the 3D releases that um, it it is likely to get lost. And in answer to your first question, I frankly don't care Uh, when this comes out. I think it's freaking sweet. I think this is one of the best things I've seen in a long time. I don't know how the hell I'm going to get my hands on a, a mint on card set, but I've got to try somehow. These card backs, Revenge of the Jedi, are absolutely fantastic. That Death Star... Um, packaging, looks looks ridiculously good. Um, I just don't know how I'm going to get hold of this in the UK, but I need, absolutely need this set and, and would pay top draw to, to get hold of it, to be honest with you.
2: Well, you Agreed. Talk- this- oh, go ahead, Barry. I was going to say, well, Steve, you're talking to the right people because uh, <laughs> well, we're going. I'll take care of you, brother. Don't worry about it.
4: Nice one.
3: <laughs> no, I mean, I, I completely agree that this – I haven't been keeping a whole lot of stuff on card lately. I'll keep, you know, one or two here from each each wave that, you know, I think look great. But this set speaks to me. You know, this is meant to be kept on card and even in that collector's Death Star case. So, yeah, this is I'm glad they did it that way. And you also be able to find them in the wild, like Dan said. But I think I'm going to try to go for the, the collector set. That way there's a nice display thing for them and you can keep them that
4: way. Justin, the thing, the thing is an absolute thing of beauty. It is absolutely gorgeous, I think. And um, I think a tin would have beaten a cardboard box. If, if this had been in a Death Star tin, then that would have been absolutely amazing. But those little figures with Salacious Crumb and, and the mouse droid and an Admiral Akbar on a Revenge of the Jedi card. Wow, man. This is, it, it's just got to be something that I've got to get by hook or by crook. I, I think it's going to be, uh, uh, an item that, that I'll, I'll cherish in my collection.
3: <laughs> yeah. And, and, for those of you who may not know, that's because Adam Lackbar was originally offered as a mail-in figure back in back in the vintage days. And that was where the Revenge of the Jedi initially was printed. Is that correct? Where you can mail in for the Revenge of the Jedi so. Akbar and I believe all the cards so. at the
1: Yeah. If memory serves me, yes, that is true. That's where we saw that was the only time that anything saw Revenge of the Jedi printed was on that Akmar or that Akbar mail away. That and the poster that made it out. Yes, I do still love that poster.
4: (laughs) What made made me chuckle is uh, on the Toy Fair photos that Arnie took, there's quite clearly the Akbar Revenge of the Jedi card, but with a Stormtrooper in the bubble. Um, And uh, just these as little one-offs would be quite nice to get hold of as well. <laughs>
3: yeah, it seems like they they put that that mock up packaging together pretty quickly because they have they have figures for a lot of these card backs that they put together, but they didn't seem to want to match them up. It's just like, oh, this is for display only. <laughs> they could have quite easily put Akbar in there. So <laughs> yeah.
4: So so dollar value, how much would you stump up for this? I, I think I'd be prepared to go two hundred.
3: I would I would say two hundred to be on on the tail end of is how far I'll go. I'm hoping for right around one fifty.
1: Yeah, I'm adjusted on that. I'm hoping for one fifty. I could see it going two hundred because it is fourteen figures given. Two of them are smaller, but it's also in this giant display. I mean, and let's face it, if you get that, they're not coming out. You're gonna be like that kid who almost got beat down for opening a George Sakal in line for celebration two if you dare to take (laughs) these things out of the packaging. That's not you're gonna put this thing up on a shelf and marvel at its beauty and direct everyone who comes into your home to gaze upon it. So $200 would not be a surprise. $150 would be a happy surprise.
2: You know, I cannot see this going more for more than $160, possibly $170. Because, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to buy at Comic-Con. And if you're going $200 or more on something, I mean, a lot. there's a lot of people there, but there's a lot of stuff to buy. And, you know, there's not a lot of people going to be shelling out $200 for one item that's going to be so hard to get back home that you're going to have to keep mint.
3: I mean, so I I think it's probably going to be at 160, 170. Well, maybe we can all be pleasantly surprised if it comes out at 120, like we're like we're all hoping. That would be nice. We shall see.
2: If Uh, it came out at 120, not only would I buy one for uh, the Ginger Prince, I'd get one myself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. All right, one more thing, but uh, no, not one more thing. Two more things. Uh, First of all, next year's mail away figure, the white concept Boba Fett. Now, didn't we just get? Well, we didn't get this one exactly, but we did get a couple years ago the concept
3: art Boba Fett, which was similar. He was all white. Well, let's not confuse the concept Fett with the prototype Fett. The concept Fett was based on Joe Johnson and McQuarrie's drawings. And this is the Fett based off of the actual screen test where the outfit was essentially Boba Fett's outfit just before they decided to apply the paint and the color deco to it.
4: Is this the FET that we got a little Lego figure of at C5? You know, if you popped a, a little Lego square on that big mural that they were making, we got a little um, white FET Lego figure. Is it? It was that prototype FET?
3: I believe it was. I'm not familiar with that Lego figure, but I know Kubrick had one of these. But I, I imagine this is going to be the the vintage Boba Fett mold. You know take your pick of which one there. There's a couple different variations off of it. That's basically just cast in white plastic. You know, hopefully they pick up on some of the little details that that didn't make it into the final costume, like the little fins on the, on the rocket, on his jetpack and stuff like that. But other than that, it's just, it's Boba Fett before they decided what colors he was going to be.
1: I just hope they've learned from the shipping debacle of this year's Boba Fett giveaway or this past year's Boba Fett giveaway. And we might see some of these arrive
4: in good shape i think if you're a fat collector you've got to be pretty happy with with recent years i mean if if you've got all these various fets on card you've got prototype fat you've got holiday special fat you, you've got Macquarie fat you've got rocket firing fat you've got uh, yeah, animated fat you can have a pretty decent uh but little boba fett three and three quarter inch shrine going on
3: and that's that's me i'm, I'm the boba fett guy <laughs> I, I do have all those and i have been pretty happy this uh <laughs> I'm glad that we're getting this, but if it's in lieu of another idea, which I wish they would have gone into, I kind of wish that they would have gone that way. When they call it proto I'm thinking, going back again to the one that they showed us on the card backs back in 79, when we could mail in for Boba Fett, that kit-bashed one. That one I would love to see as a mail-in figure someday. There's still time for that,
4: Justin.
2: (laughs) Next year. I'm all
3: over this. I was all over the
2: mail-away last year, and in fact, I got so many of those mail-aways that I was, uh, you know, my Secret Sithmas got one. You know, I sent them to everybody who I sent somebody something to, and I'll do the same with this one. I'm all over this.
1: Sweet, so that means I'm going to get mine from Barron this year instead of Hasbro, just like yeah. last year? Yeah, you'll, awesome.
2: get, you'll get one for me, and it'll be <laughs> jacked up, just like the one he got for me last year. <laughs>
1: I've
4: got to be on these Barron ships a hell of a lot better than Hasbro, shop. <laughs> that he does.
1: All right, the last big news out of Hasbro. Not the last, there was other stuff, but we're not going to talk about that. You can listen to the show and hear about the Blu-ray packs and all that. But the big news... Galactic heroes are no more, and they're being replaced by the new slash return of Jedi Force. That's
4: a little surprising. Surprising is not the word, Dan. I've got to be honest. Suzanne uh, was I was trying it. to keep it clean. Sudan was close to distraught, I think is the word. Um, the galactic heroes is what she collects, and that, that it's like a hammer blow.
1: I
2: don't know. I don't collect the galactic heroes, but I'm looking at the, uh, the Jedi Force and... To have more articulation would be a good thing, right? As far as I'm concerned, I mean, they look they look basically like I said. I don't collect the Galactic Heroes or any of those type of heroes, but they look basically the same to me. But I would like them better because they have bigger they have more articulation. I mean, I think the Stormtrooper is really cool looking. The R two D two is going to look like R two D two. I think the you know the the C three PO if he's back metalized it might be really cool. Even he has a really cool gold paint job, but uh, I don't see what the issue is, you know?
1: See, I look at these figures and I like the galactic heroes for their cuteness, but I look at these guys and they harken back, especially like that C3PO and the Jar Jar and the Luke. They remind me of the He-Man Han and Luke that we got when the figures first started back up in 95 again. Just something about them grates
3: on me. I can see this from a couple of different angles. I mean, I can see from a collector standpoint being upset that the line that they're collecting is going away. But at the same time, I have to question that line's been going for a long time and there's been a lot of characters made. I'm not, I'd be hard pressed to, to think of a handful of characters that they missed, you know? I don't know where, how much further they could go with the line before it's just like, well, we've done everything. So they either needed to change up the form factor or just get rid of it altogether. So they're, they're switching it out, and they can start all over again with these new style figures. I guess
4: uh, I give them a big two thumbs down. The Jedi, the new Jedi Force line. Um, I think they're fugly compared to the Galactic Heroes, which were just uh, unbelievably cute. And I don't think they they come close, to be honest. And I, I confidently predict you're going to hear it here, folks. Folk, first folks, um, that within two two years, Jedi Force will be will be gone. I don't think this will last at all.
2: All right, now I changed my mind. I'm not buying you that vintage collection now. <laughs> Forget, it. Forget it. No, but I I, I have the argument. Is it more articulation better?
3: It depends on who you're trying to hit. I feel like maybe the Galactic Heroes unintentionally hit a soft spot with some collectors, where I don't think Hasbro is actually aiming at them. And like it or not, Hasbro's trying to aim these at kids and if, if the kids don't care, I mean, this would be one of those things where I'd like to go out on the street without coming off as a creepy old guy asking kids questions about their toys and find <laughs> out, find out what it is, you know, if they care, if they would, if they have a bunch of galactic heroes and they got these new ones, would they play together with them? Or I, I don't know. It's just, it looks like all the vehicles are being reused from what I can tell. I don't collect these, but they all look very similar to the, to the same vehicles that they've had in the galactic heroes line over the last couple of years. Does anybody have any of those? Like the. the they look similar.
1: I'm trying to remember. They did, if they weren't called the Jedi Force, they were almost exactly like the Jedi Force a few years back in between play school and when the figures that used to be play school became Galactic Heroes. And I don't remember there being vehicles. I, they looked a lot similar to these guys. I don't remember them going very well.
3: No, I I'm saying don't. even Galactic Hero vehicles. Aren't these the same, like, and no, guys they're the start.
1: same. They're the same vehicles as in those particular vehicles have been done, but I think these guys are at a bigger scale, so they can't be the exact same molds. Oh, they're so that's
3: that's higher. a new Millennium Falcon too.
4: Yeah, I think so. I have a number of the Galactic Heroes vehicles, and and these look a bit more elongated. Uh-huh. Um, they look a bit taller, a bit more stretched out. To be honest with you.
2: Now, see the vehicles. There's something about the Galactic vehicles that just kind of looks stubby to me. But these vehicles, for me. I mean, that snow speeder is top notch. I mean, if you're going to buy a kid a snow speeder that you're going to let them just throw around and you don't want to give him the uh, snow speeder that I just got from Target, you know, that's the snow speeder I would buy. It's, it's a pretty good looking snow speeder. And the Millennium Falcon, the way it opens, I mean, I, that's, it might, I might buy those.
4: It's not as nice as the Galactic Hero snow speeder.
1: <laughs> I missed that one. I don't know.
4: <laughs> I own it, and I can assure you it's not as nice. All right,
1: so we'll see how Jedi Force goes. Maybe we'll get lucky, and we'll see that they did have the money with Galactic Heroes, and we'll see them return. We'll see. All right, before we get into everything else, let's take a moment to hear a word from Now Playing. Is the man who works with you a
0: real man, or is he an imposter? The life you live, is it real? Or a memory implanted by recall? Your dog, is it real? Or is it a replicant? Such are the questions asked in stories by classic sci-fi author Philip K. Dick. Dick's stories have been adopted into such hit films as Blade Runner, Minority Report, Total Recall, Screamers, and the upcoming Matt Damon starring The Adjustment Bureau you can remember and relive these classic sci-fi films with the now-playing Philip K. Dick Retrospective Series. Go to nowplayingpodcast.com each Friday and join Stuart, Jacob, and Brock as they watch and review each of these films. From Blade Runner to Imposter, A Scanner Darkly, to Next, we've watched them all in preparation for our review of The Adjustment Bureau, which will be posted the weekend of that film's release, March 4th, 2011. And check out our sister podcast, Books and Nachos, each week as Stuart reviews the original short stories and novels that inspired these films. A new book review will be posted every Friday at booksandnachos.com. So head to nowplayingpodcast.com. And find out if the
1: life you're living is really your own. Now, Hasbro wasn't the only thing at Toy Fair this year. There was lots of other stuff, including Lego, which has a soft spot in my art. I very much enjoy the Legos. I get lots of them. And I think going back to the discussion about the 3D attack, the clones overwhelming the 30th anniversary of jedi i think we can see from the trend of the lego sets coming that there is going to be a big push with episode one stuff this year because a lot of the big sets are episode one sets coming from lego we've got the pod racers we've got the sith infiltrator the republic cruiser a lot of episode one stuff those pod racers look
4: nice they really do um and i think the idea of the clear bricks uh to to build up as a stand. So it looks like the flying is a, is a fantastic display idea. Um, and I think Arnie said they had a handle as well, which gives it a nice playability feature. So yeah, I think, I think the pod racers, if they sort of do a full set would be a, a, a fantastic thing to have displayed.
2: Steve, I could not agree with you more. Those pod racers. If you see those pod racers out there in the wild, pick them up because I've been waiting for some pod racers for a long time. And those pod racers look great. I mean, Anakin looks great. We got, what is it, a Sebulba and Anakin set? And, I mean, that's great. I mean, there's nothing that says Episode 1 like a pod racer. And the, the pod racers that they, we got in the earlier sets, you know, I did not get. And they're just going for too much money on, on eBay. So I am excited, and I hope they do all the pod racers. I mean, I pick every single one of those up.
1: What really impresses me about those two, yes, we've gotten these two pod racers before, and they were really good. Previously, they've added some things like that. The like Steve mentioned, the clear plastic for the support, but also looking at the minifigures, that Saboba looks a lot better than the original Saboba minifigure. That thing was abysmal. It was one maybe two pieces and it wasn't even colored. It was just kind of a gray that sort of looked like a dug. So this Saboba, at least he is painted. It looks actually like and Hopefully, will be more than just. One solid
3: piece. I'm impressed with the Watto. I don't know if that one's a reissue or or just a repaint, or if that's completely new or not. But
4: I believe the Watto has come out before, but I think it is a much a much better figure. It's, it's a much better improvement on the previous one.
3: See, those are the Lego minifigs that I tend to gravitate towards are the ones with the unique, uniquely sculpted heads.
4: You'll be a fan of Wald then. That's coming out the little Rodian fella.
3: Yeah,
1: he looks cute too. Yeah what I love about the looking at the new sets is I look at these and because one of my favorite things to get now is the Lego keychains of the individual minifigs I look at these and I say oh you know that guy's going to be a minifig this guy's going to be a minifig I'm really looking forward to seeing a lot of these minifigures uh in minifigure or in a keychain form or just magnets they do all kinds of things with the minifigs now so it'll be really cool to see some of these guys like the bubba the waddo the even the ewoks and we've got a shakti coming a lot of cool minifigs out there, a lot of uh, fun possibilities. Now which which sets in particular have you guys excited? I really like that Republic Cruiser. That looks really nice. The last one they did, uh, they incorporated some of the newer things that they're doing where you, you turn a crank and, and one part of the ship and the landing gears go up and down. And I've gotten I've got that one actually out of an old model box in the Toys R Us. So my kids have that and they love it. They play with it. It's all glued together, but the pieces still move. And that's a really fun set. My kids are a little bit older now, so they actually enjoy putting together Legos. So that one, I think, will be a lot of fun for them.
4: I like like the classic look of the Falcon set, but I think if I had to uh, choose my favorites, I've got to go back to those pod racers. They're the things that I'm I'm most likely to pick up, to be honest with you.
1: Though I like the look of the Sith Infiltrator, too. And did you notice the new Darth Maul minifigure actually has horns? Is this the Savage (laughs) Press? No, the actual... Uh, The actual Darth Maul. Uh, He comes with uh, his little Sith speeder with the Sith infiltrator. And instead of, I guess, instead of a hair piece, he's got a little ring that goes around his his Lego minifigure head, and it's got horns on it, which is pretty cool. Which I've got to think that since the Savage Press minifigure is coming out at the same time, or around the same time, that he's probably going to have something similar.
4: On on the photos, it... it it looks like the Savage Oppressor's got real horns as well, and it, it, the Eeth Koth, the Zabrak Jedi, appears to have them too. Nice.
1: All right. So, of
3: some impressive offerings from them this year. Yeah, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Kotobukia. You know, get them if I like him type of guy. I'm definitely not a completionist, and I don't have to have everything. But the stuff they're showing here has really got me excited. That that Commander Cody looks great. The Return of the Jedi, Vader looks great—the shiny helmet and everything. I'm, I'm jazzed. And
4: I, I think Koto are one of the uh, manufacturers on the rise, one of the companies on the rise. Everything they're putting out looks looks awesome. And I'm not a high end uh, collector. I don't do sideshow. I don't do gentle giant. Um, but those uh, two packs of stormtroopers, uh, I think around seventy five dollars. Um, the Artifacts Plus uh, statues um, r- are really tempting me. Uh, I think they look fantastic.
1: Now, I only do pick and choose with the high end, very, very limited amounts. But what I'm actually looking forward to the most at of Kodo are those uh, ice tray slash candy molds. I make candy for fun and, and amusement sometimes. And the idea of being able to make little chocolate R2D2s or Han Carbonite, that's awesome sauce
4: they are an absolute must-have i cannot wait to drink a, a nice glass of jack daniels with some r2d2 ice cubes um i will definitely be picking up some of those babies uh, i think that they announced another series of the uh the chop sabers as well um which are the coat items that i have been collecting so yeah I, I think this sort of branching out into not just any old kitchenware but really quality really cool sort of trendy items like this is is fantastic
2: you know i'm not a High end collector, either. But you know what really impressed me with Kodo? Is there was nothing that they showed that I wouldn't buy. From the two stormtroopers that are at a price point that $75, you get both of them. I mean, that's really cool. They're showing, you know, like you mentioned, the trays. I mean, what really impressed me was that anything that they showed, I could possibly say, you know what, that could bring me over to the dark side, to the high end. <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, even with the clone fatigue that I'm suffering, I'm I'm going to pick up this Cody. That Cody looks so good. I mean, it looks as good as anything that you'd pay top dollar for from, from like you guys are saying, General Giant or Sideshow. It, it's just the amount of detail that they get into these things is is absolutely incredible. They even have a Darth Maul we haven't talked about, but that Darth Maul looks pretty, pretty darn sweet, too.
1: Yeah, that Darth Maul is awesome, and I'm impressed that with the extra... Things that Commander Cody comes with. Not only does he come with uh, alternate arms, but there's extra pieces of the battle droid. He's got Obi Wan's saber there. All kinds of stuff. That is really just a well-made, great-looking piece. I guess you can't really say well-made. I don't know what it's made of or how it's made, but it looks good. It's very, it's very pretty.
3: They're generally uh, a PVC plastic that Kodo does, and they get away with they get away with having this license in the same arena as General Giant where they do statues by having these be actual model kits. So if you've never bought a Kodo, you actually put these together yourself when you get them. And it's still real easy to do. I mean, it's just one way they go in, but they're a pretty dense PVC type of plastic. Uh,
1: No, I have not bought Kodo yet. I almost got sucked into Kodo with that, uh, the bounty hunter surrounding Darth Vader set. That almost had me almost And then when I heard about uh, Arnie being able to get good cheap ones at uh, Wizard World in Chicago, that almost made me cry. But (laughs) I haven't gone that extra mile, but I really like the look of the Boba Fett that they're putting out this year. And even that Darth Maul, uh, I'm more of a bounty hunter guy, but that Darth Maul is pretty bad looking. He's he's a very angry dude. Agreed. All right. Well, since we've hinted in their general direction, Diamond Select and Gentle Giant had some things to offer, too.
2: Well, you know, I haven't picked up any of the... I picked up the Stormtrooper 12-inch figure, but I don't see anything that's exciting me as far as the other 12-inch figures are going to come out. Uh, they're going to be coming out this year. And, you know, I'm not a minibus kind of person, so it's these are easy passes for me.
1: See, I'm getting into minibus because I did obtain at a very reasonable price, uh, free. A uh, my first mini bust of Zuckus while at celebration five and I'm getting into them, but mainly I'm getting into them looking for bounty hunters. So I was really kind of hoping since we haven't seen him in a few years and he's crazy on uh, eBay or any secondary market to maybe see a new Boba Fett mini bust. So nothing jumps out at me. So this year, if this is all they have to offer this year, this is gonna be an easy pass for me as well.
3: Yeah, I don't I don't follow the mini bust as closely as some other folks, but and I'm sure it's been mentioned before, but the as cool as the wicket looks, it's just odd that he's cut off just at below the waist there, you know. He I mean, might not go the extra two inches and give him feet, but then I suppose he's not a bust technically. Uh we got some new offerings
1: also from Funko with the bobbleheads, which we've kind of seen most of them before, the monsters and then the Q uh, T cutesy bobbleheads that were Uh, Shown about a month or so ago, which I actually kind of like the looks of those, but I don't know whether or not they have a place in my collection. And then Jazzwares has... Now, this reminds me the items that they have of uh, my oldest now. I'll embarrass him because he's 14, but during his 10, 11-year-old, he was into that play spy stuff that they have at the toy stores where kids can pretend to be a spy and a lot of the stuff that Jazzwares is offering reminds me of that the voice changer the motion detectors the search and capture sensor that kind of stuff seems like they're kind of go the star wars route with this gadget stuff so i'm not really sure how well
4: that's gonna go it wasn't it's not just your lad dan that was into that i've got to be honest when i was 11 or 12 i was sort of into playing spies as well um and i think that'll sort of hit a hit a note really with that sort of 10 to 14 sort of age group of lads. And I think that line could do reasonably well.
3: Oh yeah. And I have to say, I have a soft spot for any technology that says it's a voice changer, no matter how many times I get burned and you buy those little $5 things and it doesn't really change your voice so much as it just kind of warbles it or, or makes it lower. I, I think I'll check out the voice changer. It says it's got three different voices. You know, I think that could be pretty cool. (laughs)
1: one of the other things that kind of passed by really fast that jumped out to me was uh, actually from Underground Toys. And it was an I snap-on iPhone case. And the reason this jumped out at me is because it has the Princess Leia slave art that we saw from the original Star Wars Unleashed. And while not necessarily that piece, but I always really liked those art. And a lot of collectors have said they really liked the art from the unleashed line they'd like to see that in a book or something i would like to see some of those other uh characters their art done for uh iphone or android or whatever cases that would be really cool to see not just slave leia but if somebody has access to that art that they're starting to put it on stuff that kind of gets me excited that maybe we'll start to see those images pop up in other places
3: yeah it's a good sign i mean you get you get tired of seeing the clip art vader and yoda all over the place it's nice to Maybe those those unleashed original paintings are going to make their way onto onto some other stuff now
4: I don't think it was just underground toys, was it? I, I think there was mention of Mimoko perhaps getting into the iPhone skins and the the uh, iPad accessories even I think that would be a, a really nice thing. I think Mimoko do the flash drive as well um, and I think them getting into the the Apple sort of eye range would would be a good idea.
3: yeah, we also need to keep an eye on that too, because if they do come out with the Java. Hard drive. We're gonna to have to make sure Arnie and Marjorie get some royalties off of that because it was their idea.
4: Wow, wouldn't that wouldn't that be awesome? I mean, that'd be a, a step above an Akbar flash drive even.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but
2: I have a soft spot for any type of Star Wars technology, you like the, the iPhone and stuff, because you know Star Wars is kind of real popular now, and it used to be just art. Us geeks, you know what I mean? That's proud to be a geek. So when they have these these things for just us geeks, you know. I, it's kind of a soft spot. I, I like the iPhone covers and you know, I'm definitely going to buy that lightsaber. What is it? A lightsaber flashlight. I mean that, that the hilts look really good and uh, you know, I'm definitely going to get something like that, but anything that has to do with technology and star Wars, it's always hits a soft spot for me.
1: All right. Final thoughts. You guys seen a lot of, a lot of stuff coming out. I know where a lot of our money is going to be going this coming year. Overall toy fair. Was it, everything and more that you hoped it would be? Did you find what you want for Christmas this year or whatever the birthday anniversary, whatever might be coming up soonest?
3: Well, for me, I've always taken a little bit of a different tact with toy fair and comic con than, than I know a lot of other people do instead of getting my hopes up for what they're going to show. And then being disappointed that they didn't, I usually just go in and see what they have. And then I can be surprised or not surprised. So Using that as my baseline, I'm always pleased to see new stuff coming out, you know? I mean, I may nitpick here and there on on things that Hasbro's doing or not doing, but for the most part, I'm just glad that they're still doing it, you know? And here we are, how many years in? We're 16 years into the new modern line of action figures, and we're, we're a year and a half into being in the vintage waves, you know? So it's no better time to be a collector. We might not like every single figure choice. We might not like every single accessory that they give us or don't give us. But for the most part, hey, I can't think of a better time to be a collector in the Star Wars world right now.
4: Perfectly put, Justin. I, I couldn't have put it better myself. I, I'm a happy chappy, I've got to admit, coming out the other side of Toy Fair. Um, I'm happy that vintage is continuing. Um, I, think, I think that's a, a move in the right direction. I, I like my new uh, figures that haven't come out before, but I'm just glad that the vintage is still there. I think Clone Wars is going from strength to strength in terms of the three and three quarter inch figures. Um, That San Diego Comic-Con exclusive is just an absolute hit for me. That's the best thing I've seen in a long time. Um, Other licensees are bringing out some new interesting stuff. Um, There there are licensees like Lego and Koto getting ever and ever stronger. So yeah, six years past past the last uh, film being in cinemas and, and I think we're still going strong. I'm pleased.
2: And I just have to agree with both of you. It's a great time to be a collector. It's a great time to be the- ki- be a kid. It's almost like the eighties all over again. You know It's a great time for my son to be a kid because there's so much stuff out there, and they're trying you know what I get from toy fairs they're trying new things, they're coming out with new things, which is very exciting. You know I may not like the expanded universe uh logo, but they're trying new things, and that can only be exciting. You know, and I did find my Christmas gifts that I'm going to buy this year, and it was something that we didn't talk about. Those FX Savers for $35? I mean, I am all over those. Everybody's getting one of those next year. So I can't wait till those come out. But uh, I'm excited. They're trying stuff new, and, you know, I can't wait to see what they're going to show coming later in the year.
1: Yeah, and I agree with you guys. I'm very excited about everything coming. Uh, seeing that Comic-Con exclusive, that made me so glad that I went that, Step and became the semi-packaged collector this past year because that's going to stay on card and that will look awesome in my collection and I'm really excited to see some of the other stuff coming the the upper scale cookware coming from Kodo that stuff's neat so it's going to be great and along with Brent you know my kids are getting an age where they're getting more into different Collecting things similar to me, or they get excited about stuff that I get. They know it's if it's a high-end thing, it's going to go up on the shelf. They're never going to be allowed to touch it, but they can look at it and say, "That's pretty cool." And maybe they're just thinking that someday they're going to inherit that when Daddy passes on. But all in all, it, I'm very glad for the directions that the that the hobby has taken because I find that I'm able to bond with my boys a little bit more with it. So very exciting. Want to thank you guys for joining me, especially Steve, staying up all night to talk with us all the way over
4: here in the colonies. Not at all, Dan. I enjoyed it as always.
1: All right. I do want to thank you guys for joining me. And want to thank everybody for tuning in to this special or Toy Fair opinion episode of Star Wars Action News. And encourage you to come back next week to rejoin your regularly scheduled hosts, Arnie and Marjorie.
2: Also known as Domina and Dominus.
0: you for listening to Star Wars Action News. You can find even more Star Wars coverage at our sister podcasts, Republic Forces Radio Network, where we review each episode of the Clone Wars cartoon series. You can find that show at republicforces.com. If you're into Star Wars novels, check out the Star Wars Action News Book Club, where we read and review all the Star Wars novels. That podcast is at swactionnews.com. We want your feedback and suggestions for Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at swactionnews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at swactionnews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can be on Star Wars Action News by calling our voicemail at 415 508 Jedi or sending an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at swactionnews.com. All materials submitted become the property of Star Wars Action News and are subject to use on our show. You can help support Star Wars Action News by using the affiliate links on our homepage when shopping online. We would also appreciate it if you spread the word about Star Wars Action News by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, or just tell a friend about the show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes, and you can also cast a vote for us each month at Podcast Alley. Links to both can be found on our homepage at SWActionNews.com. For more Star Wars collecting, please visit YakFace.com hanshideout.blogspot.com and Jedi Temple Archives.com, and we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is created, produced and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. The Star Wars Action News team is website design by Jason, associate produced and announcements by Brock, reporters Jerry, Dan, Steve and Justin, graphic design by Chris and podcast enhancement by Barrett. Star Wars Action News is copyright 2011, all rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. The show is created by fans showing their love of Star Wars. Star Wars and all the Star Wars universe contains is trademarked and copyrighted Lucasfilm Limited. All rights reserved. Until next time, may the pegs be stocked and the Force be with you. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting. Star Wars Action News is a production of Enganza Media Incorporated.
3: Did we lose Dan? Wait a no, minute. I'm here. Okay. Am I, I gonna span my, my thinking? Oh, come on, Steve! <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> where's,
1: where's the love, man? Yeah,
2: we have to be honest about what we see. You know, that's what Arnie wants. He wants you to be honest with that. He doesn't want you to be overly negative and be like, "This sucks." If you can say, "This sucks," In a in a haiku, that's what he wants. You
1: know? But uh,
2: I mean, it, it was just so hard. It was so
1: hard. You know, in a haiku, you can turn it into poetry. You'd be as
3: negative as possible. Right.
1: <laughs> All right, Uncle Dan's drive the bus tonight. Yeehaw! Um,
4: <laughs> I hope you're not going to do as many U-turns as you did in Florida.
1: <laughs> hey! Oh, come on,
4: Steve. <laughs> I we were beyond that. <laughs> you up, I'll knock him in.
2: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That is so uh, funny.
1: Let's right. go ahead and get this beastie started so we don't keep Steve up all night. All right, quick questions. No, no. <laughs> Time for questions you, is passed. Some- <coughs> Hello, Star Wars Action News fans. This is Dan with Public Forces Radio Network filling in for Arnie and Marjorie. No, I don't want to do it like that. I don't even like that intro at all. See how easily I get derailed. <laughs> What we, learn, what we are looking forward to from the clone... Er.
4: <laughs> no. Um, they've definitely got the Ahsoka face a lot better than it was on previous figures.
3: I, I wish somebody would sing Poker Face, Ahsoka Face right now. That would be great. <laughs> uh,
1: if Nathan was here, he would sing it. I'm just going to
2: say that. NPB, man. He'd be all over it.
1: <laughs>
2: Our, NPB. Yeah, I said it right the first time.
1: <laughs> all right. Before we get into everything else... Let's take a moment to hear a word from Now Playing, and I don't know what they're going to be talking about on Now Playing, so that's all they get. You hear that, Arnie? That's all you get. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Anybody else have anything on Lego? Are we ready? Go on to, uh, I guess, the other houses: Diamond, Kotobukiya, Funko. Anyone? Anyone?
3: <laughs> bueller bueller that's exactly where i was going all right <laughs> barrett you still there you've been quiet buddy
1: uh
2: i
3: concur with everything <laughs> <I> concur. <laughs> doctor
1: <laughs> all right <laughs> the way i guess we could just run through these others quickly as they are in order on my my uh window so i'm going to yes that's right it's going to be my way <laughs> <laughs>
4: Ah, Surf that ah ah,